the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views of the host and guests are their own, and not those of 9.30 a.m. The Answer or Salem Communications. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer 308-8867 is our number 308-8867 toll free. It's 866-308-8867. Calvin looks lost. All right, give us a call, be a part of the show, or come on out here at Millburgers at 1604 Boulevard Road. Come on down, and you can ask your gardening question in person. But we're going to show you how the phone works because Ann is already on the line ready to talk to us about pruning shrubs. Hi, Ann. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Fine, thank you, and I appreciate your help. With all the rain, my, my plants have just gone wild. My lady banksia roses are so big that they really need to be pruned, but will I lose next spring's bloom if I prune now? You will... Uh, of course, lady banks are so big... Uh, you will cut off some of the blooms, but uh, don't don't worry about. Like you say, uh, they're so, they're so big, uh, you won't you won't have to worry about. Uh, okay. All what about the blooms, my uh, esperanzas and pomegranates, which are about ten feet tall? My hollies, which are about seven feet tall. My antique roses, they're just all so huge. And I usually don't cut them down, of course, until winter when they freeze back or the weather's different. Yeah. I just don't know what to do. Do I just leave them alone? I think you just leave them alone. Okay. I'll just they're, have they're growing good. They're growing good. Most of our calls are from people that are, have plants that are not growing. And here yeah. we have a call from a yeah. lady that's complaining that hers have gotten too big. Well, but she just wants to make sure that they keep getting <laughs> they keep doing yeah. well. No, don't, don't I, worry I, about I don't it. want That's, to hurt them. I'll, I'll just leave them alone then and, and prune at the usual times in the winter. They, there you go. Has Esperanza, has Esperanza blooming? Is your Esperanza blooming? Oh, yes. Blooming? It's blooming. I have two of them that are, I'm sure, at least 10 feet tall and just blooming like crazy. Oh, yeah. Uh, they're, they're blooming pretty all over town, even, yeah. even the ones that bloom late. They're not yeah. gold star Esperanza are, are are really putting on a show now. And I'm a really so, lazy gardener, so, you know, mine just do go. their thing without me, and, and they just seem to be happy, and I leave them alone. There you go. If they're happy, let, 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 leave them alone. Thank you very much. 
because right. that Bye-bye. lady banks want rose won't bloom in the fall, you know. I know that. I just didn't want to cut off the potential bloom for next spring. Yeah. And uh, so if if I can trim it back a little and still get some bloom, I may do that. Otherwise, uh, yeah, I'll go just ahead, leave. Go ahead and do that. They're, they're, they have a tendency to get overgrown. Oh, I've okay. Seen them, I've seen them grow over small sheds. Yeah, and, and you know. of course, they're wonderful plants, but mine are so old that they're still the kind that have thorns. And they're oh, awful Lord. To- to prune, yeah, they're, uh, gosh, I guess 50 years old. And they're oh, okay. awful to prune because they're just full of thorns. I can imagine, as big as they grow. Yeah, but, hey, it has to be done. And I, I uh, never, we'll get I it never, there. <laughs> I thought all lady banks were thornless. No, uh-huh. the, the later ones, but, but this one's been there so long, and it's full of thorns. It's terrible okay. to prune. Well, when so, I first came to... Uh, San Antonio, you had your choice between thorny, thorny and thornless. Thorny. And in fact, the, the colors, it was easier to find a thornless yellow, I think, than it was a white. Yeah, that's point. right. That's right. Yeah, um, mine, mine are the white and uh, just full of thorns. But still, I appreciate anything that will live 50 years for me. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Absolutely. Way okay. to go, Anne. Uh, <laughs> especially <laughs> well, in this, in this climate. Yeah, this is a much better start to the show than last Sunday. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Anne. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you for calling. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, that'll free up a line at 308-8867, 308-8867. Speaking of People things, bragging. Yeah, that's okay. We like bragging. Yeah, yeah, bragging. Hey, uh, speaking of shrubs, I, this, I guess this is a shrub. Uh, Millburgers has my favorite, Texas Sage, Sinisa, on sale in the three-gallon container. Beautiful silvery or green foliage, compact growth, wonderful background for the masses of lavender flowers produced. Legend has it. <laughs> Legend. I'm still waiting for the rains that you uh, projected, you and your uh, Sinisa predicted. It rained right after they bloomed. I don't know what you want, Calvin. I don't know. <laughs> These poor Sinisa have done everything you've asked them to do, and yet you still <laughs> demand more. You've got to believe, right? Yeah, you've you got to believe. believe. It kept raining, and then they, they bloomed and it rained, and they bloomed and it rained. Yeah. Someplace, uh, someplace in the well, upper Midwest. Or no, the they rained right here in San Antonio. <laughs> uh, I don't know. But anyway. Don't let him back you down, man. No, I believe he, in the Sinisa. He's a naysayer. I believe in the old-timers. I'm going with those old-timers who just saw that and then saw rain, and they said, you know, <laughs> that's what. That's the way it goes. They had to do it. They lived by their the trees the, <laughs> the, their wits. Uh, it's uh, on sale in the three-gallon container. It's uh, 1688 So we'll uh, kind of tell you about more of the stuff that's on sale, but we want to welcome Calvin back. How did your event go? Is that where you were coming from? Really, yeah, it was a little late. Uh, we had a good, good audience, and uh, people... Uh, Real diverse audience in terms of neighborhoods, which was good. Um, so we we talked about, and we had a nutritionist from uh, the uh, University Health Science Center that showed up. It was was the nutritionist handing out the donuts? No, no, she was talking, <laughs> but uh, she did not she did not convince everybody that kale could taste good. Oh. I was kind of. I've got a deal on this: a cauliflower, right? Kale, 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 yeah, kale. 
Brussels sprouts. She was. More, oh yeah. She was more into Brussels sprouts than than kale. No. Oh. But uh, glad Jerry wasn't there. Then we. Then we. <laughs> they talk. <laughs> we talk a lot, Jerry, about the. Uh, there's some good gardeners there, and they were talking about planting their uh, uh, coal crops early, and they're not sure they gain anything. You know, they sit there and stare at you, and uh, you can tell once you hit that after uh, October 1st, because they, yeah. it's, I mean, they just, they grow. They uh, take off, yeah. Yeah. And so, but of course, every gardener likes, doesn't like to be left oh, behind yeah. in terms of the planting dates. <laughs> And we got a good supply of cold crops out here. I saw you out there looking, seeing what we yeah, had. Yeah, you were. You looked a little well, lost. I was trying too. to find bright lights kale, and uh, I kept call, I called the nursery, and there wasn't any here. There's some Italian, there's an Italian, not bright lights kale. Uh, Cut chard. Chard, and there's some Italian chard out there. Uh, and then I got some, at Rainbow Gardens. I got some. Uh, Northern, I think it was called Northern Lights, with just a red, red stem. Yeah. But uh, the one, the one that I really like is the, the bright lights. Mm-hmm. With all those different colored stems. And, right. But I, I think that is a, as, as much as it is capable of putting up with a, a warm spring, it doesn't seem to be real interested in a warm fall and so uh, you know the nurseries don't seem to produce it until well there's a big later. demand for it too yeah because of the ornamental value of the thing yeah it's quite a plan and it's uh, surely all those people are not eating it <laughs> i think they're growing it for ornamental purposes. well i'm i also promote it as a uh, vehicle for kale I like I, I like the taste of Swiss chard, and you can hide some kale in there for its nutritional value, and uh, and uh, the Swiss chard taste takes over. So. There, they have something called vitamins. If you if you're <laughs> yeah. worried about the nutritional value, you know I'm into uh, chew, they chewing. And they they've, they've even got chewy vitamins. You didn't mention that there's two different ty- kinds of kale over here that are ready too, with the Italian chard, and then there's at least two different kinds of kale out out there ready to be planted. So, yeah, it was no, it was a good program, Milton. Good, fun, good deal. All right, well, we're going to tell you about more programs that are coming up uh, here at Millburgers next Saturday. We've got the children's gardening program, and it's going to be on s- snakes. Did you like that? That little hiss there? Oh, oh, I, I missed that. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. I hope it, I didn't interrupt. It was subtle. Oh. Maybe not so subtle. Anyway. Scintillating. Scintillating? <laughs> Subtly. Anyway, uh, it's going to be here. Uh, Blaine. Uh, where's Blaine's last name? Let's see if he's in there. But uh, he will be uh, talking about... Uh, 20 different species of snakes that are found in Texas and probably around three or four of the reptiles uh, that'll, uh, that are also uh, here but in the pet trade. Uh, talking about snake safety. There's alliteration. Snake safety? Yeah, like... Uh, don't let a, don't let a coral use, snake use bite you. a longer you. hoe? Is that, is that what you're saying? <laughs> uh, how fast? You just have to be faster than the guy with you. Uh, we'll also talk about the benefit of snakes in our ecology. 
and the benefits of snake venom in medical research. All right. So that'll be good for the uh, kiddos. So come on out and be a part of that. Uh, it's no cost. They do ask that you make a reservation by calling 497-3760. And they don't have to bring their own snake. Yep. Leave your snakes at home. Snakes. Although, oh, and if you want to identify it, go ahead and pick up coral snakes and oh, whatever. Now, that's not, a, that's not encouraged that, Jerry. Remember when we uh. had this? <laughs> I don't remember how many years ago. I don't think we'll ever forget but we had somebody bring that Opened up that package, and then there were those snakes, snakes in, in there. there yeah. Ooh. So yeah, ever, ever since we kind of snakes too much. I don't blame them. We tease every we, we tease about that, but uh, <laughs> yeah, we don't rush open anything anymore. Yeah, <laughs> you bring Calvin a package, you just kind of mm, why don't you open it up over there and then bring it over. Hey, there's another big program on Monday that we were asked yeah, to make sure that. Uh, to announce. The uh, Gardening Volunteers of South Texas have their regular third Monday uh, program. And uh, I'm going to need some help. I remember that uh, it was a great program. Give that to Cal. And uh, uh, it's, uh, the, uh, oh, I know why, because Molly Keck is going to talk about the nightlife of uh, bugs. <laughs> and Molly is our entomologist for the area. She's a great... Great presenter and real interesting to listen to, and lots of lots of information. I see she's talking about fire ants, bed bugs, termites, and other. Uh, of course, she'll she'll have to talk about the, the mosquitoes and the Zika virus, so that'll be interesting to hear. And then the second uh, program is from uh, uh, George Cates of Native American Seed, and he's going to talk about Native. Uh, Plants, uh, native plants to seed on your uh, place, including the wildflowers, right. and also lawns and ornamental grasses. So that 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 should be a great program. And of course, you'll have Tom Harris and Ron Sayhill talk about uh, September October gardening chores and answer any uh, questions you have. So uh, plan on uh, from 12 noon to 3 p.m. Molly Keck and the nightlife of bugs. And then George Cates, uh, become native to your place. And then our friends uh, Tom Harris and Ron Sayhill. be a good program. Uh, they uh, generally have snacks, right. enough to keep you, uh, to fill you up. And they encourage you to give them a $5 uh, donation, which... Uh, but you don't have to. It's free. Yeah, yeah it goes, uh, goes to... Uh, they, they, some of the programming, including the programming they do with Jerry right. on uh, testing new new plants and uh, uh, available plants that have been used in our area for a while. It's a, a great program. Cool. What else? All right, 308-8867. That's our number, 308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. One of the things... On my screen now are the pictures from Plant Answers that Jerry took. If you want to see some, wow, brilliant pictures and brilliant colors, these are these are gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. These are the, well, we've got the water lily pretty. pictures that I took up in San Angelo uh, of of uh, oh, Ken Ken uh, Langdon's uh, uh, hybrids. Those are his hybrids as well as the. Uh, uh, Texas Dawn, the state, the state, well, now the state water lily, 
And uh, I was up there giving a program last Saturday, I guess it was. And uh, we took some took some pictures. I always have to go out and see what Ken got growing uh, there in the parks, in their display at San Angelo. If you ever up at San Angelo, don't 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 miss a chance to go by and look at their well, I remember, water display. It's one of the best in the yeah, world. Yeah, I remember. Gosh, it was just when I just when I came here. I think that uh, when they were planting that. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, that, Area. They, they built new bed. They've got a new bed out there. Huh. The late, latest controversy. Uh, Ken doesn't, doesn't even like to joke about it. Is that uh, there were trees? It was a park. That was a park, and uh, so they had trees in the park. Well, trees and water lily don't don't mix because of the shade and also the debris that drops in the in the pond. And so, uh, so Ken, Ken uh, went on a, a campaign to get those, some of those trees removed. Well, anytime you remove trees from a park, you've got some protesters. Can I imagine? So he, but uh, Ken won out, and they removed some of the trees, and and uh, he he wants to remove all the trees that are. In close proximity. So he's no longer farm. characterized as a tree hugger, is he? No, he's not a tree hugger. But uh, we were kidding him about it. But uh, he loves those water lilies and it has done. He travels all over the world collecting rare and endangered water lilies. He gave us a tour. Uh, your friend, uh, John Bagno, was up there. Oh, the yeah. Ex, ex county horticulturist. Uh-huh. Uh, he's retired now. Uh, he's kind of retired. He's he's kind of like, he's kind of like the rest of us. When we retire, he's still doing the same kind of things that he did when he was a horticulturist. I mean, once you, once you do horticulture all your life, what do they expect you to just walk away from it when you retire? I don't think so. Kind of like you, Calvin. You know, I mean, you didn't didn't disappear. You're still here. We are talking on radio. We're both retired. Yeah. Gave, just gave finished a program, and you know, last week you did a program, and uh, so yeah, so, it keeps going. So well, it's it's fun, it's fun, and it's a topic, oh, you yeah. know, a subject matter that we really like. Um, so it's it's worthwhile to keep doing it. You know what, else, Melton? What, Calvin? The first ru- we got reports in the first ruby-throated hummingbirds Ooh, moving really? into All the right. area. Oh, yeah. and Laura saw one hummingbird on our feeder. Did you? <laughs> yes. Finally. Action, yeah. Yeah, and then I think it was upset. Well, we charge a cover now. Oh, yeah. Because we have music. Yeah. Yeah, so it, it hasn't come back yet. So we just saw the one. But, yeah, that's exciting. So Yeah. Well, I had gotten this uh, email report from a gardener who feeds hummingbirds, and he says, well, when? He says there there's a lot of mountainous landscape, but he doesn't, they aren't coming to his feeders. And I said, well, gosh, it should be any day now. Well, two hours later, he said, "There's ruby throats at the feeder." <laughs> so, oh, there's more than one. Huh? Yeah, yeah. So it's one of those. So they must be groups. Yeah, too. one of those groups moving through. So if you've got, uh, we'd be real happy to hear from you if you've uh, yeah. seen ruby throats or even even groups of uh, black shins. You can generally tell if they're migrating or if they're just still your resident single ones. Um, hummingbirds are everywhere out in out and about in the uh, garden, um, but they uh, should also be going to your feeders. 
And I was just looking at the fire bush over there. There's some. Yeah. If you want to really strengthen your ability to attract hummingbirds to the patio, you know, find some fire bush in bloom in a container and put it on there. Or zinnias work, pentas work, fire spike works if it's in in bloom. So that's just those those plants are real popular with hummingbirds. But these next two months are just uh, it's really worthwhile because you'll be having potentially rufous hummingbirds, roof, uh, ruby throats, and black chins all moving through and jockeying for position, dog fighting. Just a, it's a neat time. Milton's got his feeder up. I got mine. Yep. We're watching. I may do and, a second one. Yeah, and we're we'll do uh, we'll keep we'll keep a running dialogue here uh, on what's happening on that hummingbird uh, front. So keep keep us informed. Let us know when you see some at your your landscape. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and then when we come back, Trace is up here on the porch, and he's going to tell us about the Millburgers Plant of the Week, and and uh, also tell us uh, what's new here at the nursery. Back in a moment, give us a call. Be a part of the show at 308-8867, 308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas is coming up on 930 a.m. The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 Boulevard Road. Fall is here, and fall is for planting. Fall is for Millburgers. So why is fall for planting? Well, fall is for planting because you want to promote root growth when you plant your new trees or shrubs. And the cooler night temperatures and the better chances of rain help promote that root growth. Why is fall for Millburgers? Because Millburgers has a wide variety of everything that you need to create a beautiful garden, and now's the time to get it in. So whether you need shrubs or trees, fruit trees or shade trees, Millburgers has them, and they have the right ones for this area. What else does Millburgers have? Well, they have the products to keep those plants healthy and happy. What else? knowledgeable people that can direct you toward the right plants for your situation and the right products to keep them healthy and happy. What else do they have? Well, you need to go check it out for yourself at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 and Boulevardy Road. Proverbs 11.14 says, where there is no counsel, the people fall. Hi, I'm Edgar Baez from the Baez Law Firm. As a former nurse, I empathize with the injured. I am ready to serve you and fight for you. Because the rest of the verse says, but in the multitude of counselors, there is safety. From auto accidents to trucking accidents or company vehicle accidents, we won't collect unless we win your case. Let our family help you and yours. The Baez Law Firm, auto accident attorneys, 210-979-9777, thebiaslawfirm.com. Shanta Pierce in San Antonio, October 7th, presented by Laurel Ridge Treatment Center. There's no real ladylike way of describing this, is there? Shonda Pierce, the queen of clean comedy, is back with the Happily Laughter After Tour. We're going to tell you how it really is. Come see Shonda Pierce and special guest Karen Williams and the Happily Laughter After Tour. For details and ticket information, visit AwakeningEvents.com. October 7th at Westover Hills Assembly of God, sponsored by New Braunfels Christian Academy. Hi, this is Dennis Prager, and I want to encourage you to see my dentist, Stan Shelton, and his incredible team. They can 
can provide you with a dental experience that is not only educational, but allows you to be involved in planning your care. Let them show you the wonders of modern dentistry. Their office is on Broadway, just one exit east of the airport. Give them a call at 590-7878, and their website is drshelton.com. That's drshelton.com, and you can connect at facebook.com slash Shelton Dental. My dentist, Stan Shelton. I can't believe we sold our house in just two weeks. And saved a bundle in commissions. When the Help You Sell counselor quoted us a set fee, we thought she was kidding. But then she put up the sign, started to advertise, and the calls started coming in. The house sold in only 10 days, and we saved thousands. All over America, consumers are discovering Help You Sell, the better way to buy and sell a house. At your local independent Help You Sell office, you don't pay a big commission and pay a low set fee. You can save thousands of dollars, get your house sold fast, and move on to the house of your dreams. It's the 21st century way to do real estate. Help You Sell is definitely the way to go. I don't think we'll ever go back to the old way of selling a house. Help You Sell, serving San Antonio and the Hill Country. Ask for a free home evaluation when you call Sergio Martinez at 210-693-0305. 210-693-0305 for Help You Sell. So, after all this, it comes down to the final two. The last man standing against the last woman standing. There are a few others, but let's admit, they won't win. So where will you be on debate night when the whole world is watching and listening? Can Trump hold it together? Will Hillary wilt under the glaring lights? This station has been all over this election. The most important election of our lifetime. Don't give up yet. It's just getting good. The debates are here. Get your answers. 9.30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer, 308-8867, 308-8867, toll free. It's 866-308-8867, the number to call to be a part of the show. And uh, while you're calling, Trace is up here up with us on the porch at Millburgers at 1604 on Boulevardy Road with a very cool and beautiful plant of the weekend. This is neat. It is neat, right? Yeah, so I like it. I you, say, you got a picture of it? Yeah. I heard Calvin okay. mention it. I guess he was talking about hummingbird plants a minute ago. Mm-hmm. But uh, we got a hold of some fire spike, and the traditional color is red. Mm-hmm. This is a purple fire spike Uh-oh. for the plant of the weekend. In, 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 in. So oh, sir. It looks like it's going to function just the same as the, as the red, where it can take some sun, uh, although it would probably prefer half day or less and bright filtered light. And blame, blame bloom mainly in the fall. The fall bloomer, and uh, it, the picture shows it to be a pretty nice-looking purple. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a good-looking purple. Calvin, did you see that picture? Trace, have we got the alyssum out there now? I have it in some hanging baskets. Okay. Uh, the the uh, white stream lobularia, and it's mixed with uh, the alternatharia. Uh-huh. Oh, the, but, that guy uh, was asking me. Yeah, he was looking for some fragrant, fragrance, and I mentioned oh. the alyssum and then stocks, but I didn't think stocks would be Stocks are not here yet, but alyssum's right around the corner, and so are stocks. But we do have that, that white stream lobularia, which is a... A listen that can take the heat better than most in, in some hanging baskets. All right, 308-8867, 308-8867. Sorry, Trace. So the purple fire spike, there's some more pictures. Uh, if you want to see pictures, Dave, davesgarden.com. So there it is. It's a pretty purple. They're very reasonably priced, too. What do you got? What do you got? 
$19.99 and a three-gallon can. That's a nice big the one. The big one. Yeah. It'll bloom this year. So, I mean, it'll bloom, bloom very now. Soon. Yeah, very soon. Very soon. And, yeah. I, and I take it for granted that the, this is just like the, the red, that it can go. It's got so much shade tolerance, it could uh, could go in the house as a, for a house plant if you wanted it, or to pr- guess, at least to protect it. I guess it could, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's got that big leaf on it, like uh, as the as the leaf. The leaf has a little more uh, crinkly yeah. to it yeah. than, uh, than the red variety. Savoy, a little more Savoy to it. That leaf is kind of attractive, even. Yeah, it's a pretty pie. I like my fire spike. But it, uh, we looked at all the zones, and it should be a good perennial here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as Jerry mentioned, uh, it's a fall bloomer, so uh, should draw the hummingbirds in as they migrate through. Yeah. But, it, but this this will be a good plant for for La Shadier, like Calvin was talking about. Yeah, for that special hummingbird plant. And it just like firebush, fire spike makes a good container plant. Right, right. Some of the bad, yeah, I think it's easier to manage as a container plant. Oh, there. yeah. And you can cut it back any time it gets a little bigger than you want it to, and it'll come sprout right back from the ground. Yeah. In fact, for years I thought of it as a container plant, and I remember I was at, on some kind of tour out there at. Uh, Oh, uh, one of the older neighborhoods, and there there was a one there that was about the, 14 foot tall. Oh yeah, yeah. I didn't even recognize what the, <laughs> what in the world is that? You know, because it was blooming up a spo- storm. Now, that was the red one. But, yeah. Um, and if you go along the river walk, you and I were talking about yeah. that. Yeah, that's the, these, big ones these there. corners. Yeah, you see big old fire spike. At the purple ones, though, you can be the first in your neighborhood to have one of the purple ones. And it'll it'll probably freeze down and uh, come back okay. from the from the ground. And we've got ten of them. Okay. So, uh, it is a limited number. Well, we'll tell folks you can come on by, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Come by Millburgers and get them. Or Trace has a really cool deal. If you're listening to this now and you go, oh man, I want one, but I got I got things I'm doing today. I can't go by. You can call the nursery, call Millburgers at 497-3760, 497-3760, and tell them how many you want, and they'll put them aside for you, and you just come back and pick them up uh, tomorrow or Monday or Tuesday, and uh, don't wait much longer than that. Yeah, but, because this is a new plant, we want, if you if you got the regular fire spike, we would appreciate you, uh, you having one of these in your landscape. And compare, and compare it to the, to yeah, the regular lamps, uh, fire spike. It's awful pretty one. bloom. Nice long bloom. Uh, look it up on your phone if you're running around. Purple fire spike. Purple flame, it says. Hey, right. Is it the same species? Does it give the species? Well, but I don't Odin, know. Odin, Odin, Odin. Yeah, it's Odentima. Odentima. Yeah. Yeah, this is the first one, but a different second word. Different species. Species. Okay. Same genus, different species. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Not strictum. Um, Trace, uh, one of the questions I got at the, the vegetable program this morning was about the uh, herbs. You know, winter herbs. What, what have we got? Have we got the well, new we did, plants? We finally got some cilantro in. Cilantro. Okay. And uh, it's it's getting better on the availabilities, but it's still not a hundred percent. But your basic ones we've gotten in. Parsley's in. Parsley's here. The cilantro, several types of basil. Oh, good. Uh, I believe oregano. 
and lots of mints. I'm supposed to get basil. And uh, as basil, it, as the it basil cools off, we'll have more and more though. varieties. But the the basics are all here right now. Rosemary, I see got, small and large rosemaries. Yeah, this uh, this last week I think we got in artichokes for the first time. So they're the little small four and a half inch quart size pots. Uh, what else did we get in? That's uh, I think that we did get in that Swiss chard. Did you get any before it sold? Uh, Italian chard? No, oh, I got, got in Swiss and we got the Italian. Oh uh, well, I never I called uh, after I talked to you and they they they, they said it wasn't there so. Anyway, I can see the Italian chart from here. It looks yeah, like. I that's, saw the Italian. That's David's favorite. Not as not as showy, but tastes the same. And uh, what else? We've gotten in. And Jerry, uh, and Jerry says, "Oh, tastes the same." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you want to talk about some of? You got some great fall stuff on sale. Yeah, we've got the Lantana uh-huh. uh, for four eighty eight, and you know, purple is. Probably the best one for fall, winter, and spring because it can bloom even when it's cold out, whereas most of the other varieties. And the other thing that we we don't emphasize is that the the lavender lantana and its white cousin, they they do a pretty good job in partial shade. You know that new gold uh, doesn't do anything in the shade, but that lavender can can bloom up a storm even in the shade. Very versatile plant, and uh, again, it stays green most winters and, and continues to bloom. So I mean, birds I w- and I would butterflies. mix a few in with your other lantanas, and that way the bed doesn't look empty during the winter. And I've seen uh, if you go, I think it's on Ashby, one of the homes, Ashby and McCullough. I sound like Paul, uh, where the home is ris- is is up above the street, and there's a, a cement wall between the sidewalk and the and the lawn. They've got lantana planted there. And oh, it, yeah. It that comes down. pretty. That purple. Yeah. So it trails down to the sidewalk. It's very pretty. So it's uh, it seems to be really versatile. Jerry tried to promote it. I, I think you, you felt like it was a success as a hanging basket. Yeah. Yeah. Plant. It, 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 it hangs good. What killed me is the way it blooms in the winter. Yeah. We When we did the promotion on that... Uh, we didn't. No. We we hadn't hadn't it's, observed that. It's been a yeah, it's just kind of been a discovery. Why is it still <laughs> blooming? And then you look around and, well, it's all still blooming. Yeah. So <laughs> I mean, it'll yeah, stop yeah. traffic. It yeah. You know uh, what? Uh, your flocks, Fanny's flocks over there too. It looks like still. Yeah, that's, that's really nice looking over there. Uh, fall garden mums, petunias, sinisa. We talked about. Uh, talk about the fall fruit trees. Well, we got a pretty good assortment in from apples and peaches and some pears, uh, some new citrus trees and avocados, olives, uh, and they're all 20% off. So right. you, can start yep. your, you can start your orchard now. Uh, pretty good selection at the moment. That's kind of a new trend, yeah. isn't it? Well, we tried Planning last in the fall. And, uh, and we, it was very successful. Yeah. And the trees actually appreciated it. They got established over winter. Oh, yeah. That's the, absolutely the best time to, to plant all trees. Is well, and in I the fall. got the lemons and limes. And they also have those the half whiskey barrels. And yeah. for my money, that's the best place to plant a, a uh, lemon or lime. Uh, they they do very well. They're productive, pretty consistent producer every year. Look good, fragrant flowers. Yeah. Um, and easy to protect. 
from so, the cold. So how how's the crepe myrtle supply? Well, it's pretty good. Uh, it's starting to dwindle a little bit, but that's on purpose. We we got them at uh, half price. Yeah, got them at half price. And that's there's a still good. a few scattered blooms over there, and uh, it's a great time to plant a crepe myrtle. And we still have. A lot of the really good varieties that uh, get tall as well, some that stay short. So there's a few over there that don't get any more than, say, 18, 24 inches, and we've still got varieties that will grow 30 feet. Absolutely. Did you mention the ones in the three- and the five-gallon container? Well, that's where I was heading. They're, okay. They're in a three-gallon mostly, a few fives, and they're regular 24.99, and we've got them at half, more than half price, actually, for 12.44. I know that says 12. Oh, okay. Less than half price. Is it more than half price or less than half price? It is a better deal than half price. (laughs) Okay. I'll I'll give you that. But there you go. So so you've got an assortment over there. We do still have a a good assortment. Okay. All right. They're not blooming, are they? Some are some. Some blooms. Some are blooming. What? What's the the rose situation? Those two I bought a few weeks ago, uh, it's just like they didn't miss a step. You know, I transplanted them. They're putting foliage on new growth and bloom their Belinda's dream. Yeah. So they're, they're loving these uh, shorter days and cooler temperatures, that's for sure. We started setting up our uh, our maze. So mm-hmm. Our Halloween decorations are going Man. up for those of those people that are... I see Roger's cousin sitting on the window up yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. It and, says uh, on the website. So if you're looking for decorative hay, we've yeah. got it in. It's uh, something we can decorate with for fall and uh, you can actually leave that up through uh, Thanksgiving and there's uses for it after that you know it makes great for mangers uh, and then later on you can grow vegetables straight in it and good for backstops on targets when yeah. you're shooting a bow and arrow you'd be shocked or... how much we sell for bow and arrow hunters uh, that really <laughs> oh yeah so what are we ta- their, their what are we there. talking about I was looking I was sticking at those scarecrows and that uh, you guys are talking about hay bale. Yeah, we're, we're talking about hay bale. bale. Okay. Shooting at <laughs> her. Wow. Well, you These can do that in weird. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I learned a little bit, too, this week. It's uh, uh-huh. Milo Bits is what it's actually called. Oh, the, uh, bre- the And it's a, in the long run, it's a, a sorghum-type hay. Okay. Uh that's so, different than y'all have had in the past. It's that's yeah, we because we had like wheat straw last year. Yeah, right? yeah, right. So this is very very similar, still lightweight and uh, still used for livestock, but for bedding like the like the others. Yeah. So it's not for anybody that's going to eat it. Yeah. But uh, it's got a little bit different Great color. Great for hay rides. Great for hay rides. It's dense. I bet it'll last longer. We we'll, we'll find out. Than the straw than the hay straw. All right, cool. Hey, we, we got to take a break. Thanks, Trace. All right, 308-8867. Now, if you want to get the purple fire spike in the three-gallon container, 1999, you can come by, or there's only 10 of them. So I'm going to suggest you call 497-3760, 497-3760, and tell them to put a couple aside for you. They'll take care of you here at the nursery. Tell them you want the purple fire spike that Trace was just talking about. All right, we're going to take a break and come back in a moment. You're listening to Millburgers. Gardening South Texas. We're broadcasting live as we do every Saturday and Sunday from noon to two at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, where it's absolutely gorgeous today with all those pretty petunias out there in front of us and those garden mums. It feels and looks like fall here at Millburgers, and we'll be back in a second with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons on 9:30 a.m. The answer.
Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 Boulevard Road. Fall is here, and fall is for planting. Fall is for Millburgers. So why is fall for planting? Well, fall is for planting because you want to promote root growth when you plant your new trees or shrubs. And the cooler night temperatures and the better chances of rain help promote that root growth. Why is fall for Millburgers? Because Millburgers has a wide variety of everything that you need to create a beautiful garden, and now's the time to get it in. So whether you need shrubs or trees, fruit trees or shade trees, Millburgers has them, and they have the right ones for this area. What else does Millburgers have? Well, they have the products to keep those plants healthy and happy. What else? knowledgeable people that can direct you toward the right plants for your situation and the right products to keep them healthy and happy. What else do they have? Well, you need to go check it out for yourself at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 and Boulevardy Road. Hi, I'm Warren Rooney with Spider-Man Pest Control. I was born in San Antonio. I had seen little two-lane streets turn into main traffic roads, and I remember the beautiful drive-in theaters. Knowing our city helps us know its pest problem. At Spider-Man Pest Control, we know you want results, and you want it at a fair price. For almost 40 years, we have been the solutions provider for people all over Texas. Call 656-3721 or go to us on the web at GoSpidermanPest.com Before you invest, read the prospectus in the registration statement and other documents the issuer has filed with the SEC for more complete information about the issuer and this offering. This is a special public announcement for investors. Have you tried to invest during an initial public offering but never got the chance because big banks and private institutions have already scooped up all the stock? Well, now there's an exciting investment opportunity where you can be in on the IPO of a game-changing digital media company listed on NASDAQ, FOTV. FOTV is a group of millennial-focused digital media companies that creates, markets, and distributes live hologram events and premium Hollywood movie content to global audiences via live streaming, virtual reality, and 360. Powered by Holograms USA cutting-edge visual technology. Featured on the Country Music Awards, Jimmy Kimmel Live, and the Coachella Music Festival. Discover a real IPO investment opportunity. Invest as little or as much as you want. Call now for your free FOTV prospectus. 800-409-2501. 800-409-2501. That's 800-409-2501. Dale Wamsley explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money. Cycles have normal restrictions upon them. And if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world, cycles are not pure. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Peace through planning. That's the motto of Weisinger Law Firm, and the planning begins with your free consultation with Charlie Weisinger. Charlie, you call yourself an estate planning attorney. What exactly does that mean? Well, Baron, estate planning is simply protecting you, your family, and your assets in case the worst happens. A basic plan includes a will, financial, and medical powers of attorney, health information releases, and directives for your physician. If you don't have these basic elements in place, it's an even harder year for your loved ones. Well, a lot of people put off that decision. Because of that, you're making hard decisions on a very hard topic, but knowing you, Charlie Weisinger, you make it so easy. 
Well, we spend about an hour in our first meeting where I learn a lot about you and educate you on estate planning. Based on that first meeting, we'll schedule a second where I'll present a plan to you. We'll sign documents, and that's where peace through planning begins. It's three hours out of your life so you can have peace for the rest of your life. Let Charlie help you achieve peace through planning by calling Weisinger Law Firm. The number in San Antonio is 210-308-0800, online at weisingerlawfirm.com. South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer our number is 308-8867 308-8867 toll free 866-308-8867. I got good news. Yay! You know people put the pressure on me to on this on these plant materials to come up with this rare and exotic and often uh, not available plant material. And I don't know if you remember last Sunday, but uh, one of our regular uh, listeners and callers called in and said, well, when will the coho spinach be ready? Oh, yeah. That? And uh, they coho wanted seed, is the one they? that, uh, that, uh, Jim, that, that if Jim Passmore hadn't collected seed, start growing seed, we would have, have lost it all. Well, uh, and and Calvin says, um, wait to plant spinach until next month. And he's digging now, garden, uh, digging now section on the, in my San Antonio the, today, today's newspaper. And uh, so I was by the transplant growers looking for some coho spinach seed because uh, the international... Spinach conference is going to be in San Antonio on uh, on the la- last day in uh, November and the first day in December. December oh, 1st. That'll be fun. And uh, Dr. Larry Stein wanted to pl- include coho in the in the planting. Uh, he's he's going to have a whole bunch of different uh, varieties for the for the people to look at, and they're going to plant it out where. Where it can get uh, uh, gray mold and uh, uh, white white uh, rust, white rust, white rust. That don't sound like right, but anyway, um, and he wanted to include coho, so I, I was last week. I I couldn't remember. You know, as I as I get older, I can't remember whether Jim Passmore brought me seed by this year. Uh, so, uh, uh, Jim, if you give me a call and tell me one one way or the other whether you brought me seed, it'll it'll uh, preserve what little sanity I have left uh, in my memory. But uh, the uh, uh, I, I, we went by the transplant growers to see if they had any seed from last year left. And uh, we go in there, and they said, oh, yeah, we got a got a whole little bag of it, so the bag that Jim brought last year. And, uh, in fact, we seeded some. In fact, I think the spinach, did you see spinach out there? 
I, th- I, th- I think the spinach s- that they're selling now is coho. Huh. But anyway, I Some thought, little scraggly ones in two inches? Yeah. I saw seedling flats, uh, which uh, is solid, full of coho seedling. So in 30 days, in 30 days from now, the, all the spinach that you are able to buy will be coho. Mm, cool. So quit bothering me. <laughs> get off my case, okay? I looked out on this one. Though. But you'll, yeah, get, you'll, get, okay. you'll get at least two or three calls asking, rumor has it that you're going to have some coho. How do I get that coho? Yeah. <laughs> regardless of the variety name, in other words, regardless of what the tag says, oh. 30 days from today, when you buy spinach, Definitely at Mill Burgers, you're gonna get coho spinach seeds. Now, why, why, why don't they have a tag on that that says coho spinach seed? Because you know we lost the seed, and so when they ran out of tags, they didn't reorder. They're, I think they're using one called Ashley. In other words, a tag called Ashley, which is also a, a good new hybrid that. Re- Supposedly replace coho, but people will not. People will not give it up. D. D. Emery was the worst one about uh, demanding that that we have coho, even though we don't have any seeds except what Jim furnishes. But anyway, well, uh, but Jim has done an amazing job. Oh, it's can't believe all that seed. I I I told Larry. I said, Larry. Larry Stein, I said, why are you planting it in the demonstration event? It always turns out to be the best. We've, we've done it several years in a row since we've had Jim Seed, and uh, it always turns out to be the best. I said, but if it turns out to be the best, all these people from all over the world are going on coho spinach seed or plant coho varieties. And I said, we don't have it anymore. He said, "Well, maybe maybe we'll start, uh, you know, trying to grow, uh, get this. See, these are the seed producers too, and uh, maybe if they see how good it is, they'll start uh, producing it again. So because it's 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 the best long-standing spinach that we've ever had, and we can't get seed of it anymore, except from Jim Passmore. But Thank anyway, you, we appreciate Jim doing that and." Uh, even if he didn't didn't get have any this year, but uh, I'm, uh, really gonna be, be, I'm really going to be you're going to be embarrassed that he did. Yeah, you'll find it in your briefcase. In my briefcase. <laughs> but anyway, so that's the good news. Although I don't Coho, think he Coho did. Coho shall return this year. Because he did, he did, he did bring it last year, for sure. I didn't. He gave you some too, didn't he? Yeah. But you don't remember this year. Huh? You don't remember getting any this year, right? I don't remember this year. Okay, no. me either. So maybe maybe we had a stroke that day or something. But anyway, uh, they they had some spinach, and I I'm thinking from what I understood, the spinach that that has been sold out here has been coal, hmm. because they were getting it out of that same little bag of, of Jim C. So anyway. Uh, but n- next month will be a little bit better. 
That's uh, good. That'll be a little bit more funny. Good, yeah. And uh, you got on the digging garden. It's now time to plant winter vegetables such as broccoli, cauliflower. Uh, if you have to plant Brussels sprouts, cabbage, kale, Swiss chard, and uh, use seed of all oh, lettuce. Um, we've got the, uh, I, I think most nurseries, most home mom and pop nurseries in town have have lettuce seed, uh, Crawford lettuce seed, and uh, is 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 uh, is uh, what? Steve gonna plant any on the? Is he gonna plant a fall garden or? Oh yeah, he is. He and his day, he uh, I told him that we're kind of pushing the season this year, and he was kind of like he was considering it, and then he, and he obviously had been thinking about, it, and he says, well, I was targeting October 10th as when we should plant everything. Oh, Steve was. Yeah, okay. like, like we normally do. He he says. Ten ten. <laughs> okay. he, uh, but you would be appreciated. He says he's a little tired of Swiss chard. Uh, all right. Uh, so maybe maybe we'll have some room. that Swiss chard. Yeah. You're gonna kill people all we'll over to, town. Maybe we'll have. <laughs> then I suggested, well, maybe we got room for kale. And he said, no, I'd rather eat Swiss chard uh, than kale. <laughs> That's Steve. I like him. <laughs> he, got, he got good taste. Uh, also, you mentioned carrots, beets, radish, English peas. Yeah, this is about about the. If you want to try English peas, this is a good time uh, to. And do, uh, to they're, do they're really easy peas. if you use the sugar peas. Yeah, the sugar snaps. And what I I generally do, you 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 got a long season when you can plant them, but I generally plant them on the fall tomato tomato cages. And usually the two seasons, you know, they don't interfere too much. No. Yeah. Uh, but they could, you know, if it's the weather stayed mild, or they could get in, get in the way of that. But that's that's it's a nice, it's an easy uh, way to give them some support for their. But they'll they'll get pretty yeah. tall and uh, aggressive. They take over the garden. This is a good time to plant turnips, also. So what have I left out? You know, you you hold out hope that Calvin will get over his fetishes. Mm-hmm. Rutabagas? No. He put rutabagas in there, too. He's pretty much... He's, he's wasting newspaper space. <laughs> what he's well, he can put another word in there. There was, there was one gardener at the program right. this morning, and I <laughs> talked about beets and how good the greens were, and she said, Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'd rather eat I'd rather eat kale than and beets. I, well, I think kale. about beets the same way you think about kale. She said. So. <laughs> but beets, yeah, you you've got to be careful of people uh, when you complain. Well, especially the the greens. The greens are a lot of variation and and there was a lot of recipes. Folks had a lot of recipes for those. But one one of you appreciate this one of the ways. Everybody was talking about uh, freezing, picking the individual leaves of your kale and freezing them, and then they kind of crumple up, and then you can just sprinkle them, sprinkle them in your smoothie or your oh whatever you're man. cooking, and and they said you don't even notice that you got kale in there. You get all that nutrition. <laughs> 
and you don't have to taste it, you know. So. And 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 what I would do is spell vitamin B I T. You don't have to make yourself suffer. Take those pills rather than this life is too short to kale. Have to suffer through kale. But now what you might want to plant is cauliflower, because that's going to be the new fad. That is the new fad this year. Dennis sent me this deal about uh, uh, is cauliflower the next health fad? And they're talking about uh, substituting it for rice. Yeah, uh, you uh, for pot yeah. to, to make pot instead of pasta. They, yeah, because it's it's, uh, it's like no glycemic. It's or it's low glycemic. Obviously. Yeah, right. But yeah, so people will do that instead of rice. They actually sell it already done too, like that. If well, they talk about eat. rice cauliflower a lot. Yeah, yeah. I've had it. Yeah, I've had pizza. Laura's made yeah. pizza made with cauliflower. That's good. Is it? Yeah. I thought. I thought. If it was, you don't know it, I always thought it was just kind of bland and. Well, yeah, the toppings are what you want. Oh, so uh, if you, so it, it's no longer healthy if carrier, you're loaded right? with. If you are on a... Unless you put kale on there. Oh, then it's really healthy. Uh. <laughs> if you're on an Atkins or a low-carb diet, you can't have the uh, you can have the cheese, you can have the pepperoni, you can have the tomato sauce. What you can't have is the, the, the dough for the crust. So you make it with cauliflower. There you go. And uh, you mix cheese in with it. And you bake it, and then you bake the pizza on top of it. Hmm. It turned out really good. I mean, it didn't. If, if you it, mix it didn't taste cheese, like pizza, but it was good. Enough cheese in there. I guess the next, next step, Jerry, will be to <sighs> just leave the cauliflower head and just pour all that stuff. Right yeah. <laughs> well, that's cauliflower with cheese on it is pretty close to that. Anyway. Now we, uh, I, I had a had a meeting one time, and I had a guy with me, and uh, we, we they were serving lunch. During, during during the break there for the, for the meeting, and uh, a nutritionist got up to talk, and uh, she was surprising everybody mm-hmm. that the potatoes you were cauliflower was half cauliflower yeah. and a half potatoes. Yeah, and you didn't know, or did you? I, know? I, you don't know. I thought it was not noticeable. Potatoes. But when when my friend heard that uh, that 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 had cauliflower in it, he wouldn't touch it. So wouldn't what? touch the potatoes from then on. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, yeah, well, I don't you make know about gar- good. It's, you make it's, well, it's just, you put the potatoes are good, but you do and like, they 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 add volume, they add bulk. Yeah, but you season but they're it with not garlic necessarily or good. Well, do you, uh, do you eat cauliflower? Well, you eat cauliflower raw. Yeah. All right, hey, we need to take well, a break. When you eat cauliflower raw, what do you do with it? Put butter on it. Yeah. And what else? No, now when it's raw, you don't put butter oh, on raw. it. Oh, raw. Hey, we got to take a break. So you we're going to be back put in a it moment. in a dip. Oh, 308-8867. Back in a moment on the Big State Financial with Robin Hoppus coming up at 2. This is 930 a.m. The Answer. KLUP, Terrell Hills, San Antonio. This hour from townhall.com. I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. Colonial Pipeline says it could be days before a leaky gasoline pipeline in Alabama is restored to full capacity. And experts say that could mean a temporary spike in pump prices. In fact, it's already begun to happen. GasBuddy.com senior petroleum analyst Greg Laskowski keeping track. States that are likely to be affected or that are already being affected are Alabama, Georgia, 
Tennessee, North Carolina, South Carolina, and Virginia. This pipeline, just one of two major pipelines that connect more than two dozen refineries in Texas and Louisiana with cities in the east. Russia's military says Syrian rebels have violated a ceasefire 55 times over the past day, including with strikes on military and civilian targets in the divided northern city of Aleppo. Correspondent Joseph Krauss reports the accusations are flying in all directions. The government forces as well as the Russian military say that the Syrian rebels have kept up their attacks, including in the northern city of Aleppo, which was the epicenter of the fighting ahead of the latest truce. The rebels have also accused forces loyal to Syrian President Bashar Assad as well as Russian forces of violating the truce. That ceasefire brokered by Moscow and Washington went into effect this past Monday. State and federal law enforcement agencies investigating after a pipe bomb exploded in Seaside Park, New Jersey, shortly before thousands of runners were due to take part in a charity 5K race. They were having some problems with the registration, so the race was a bit delayed. And at about 9.35, along the run route, there was an explosion. A device went off that was treated within a garbage pail. Ocean County Prosecutor's Office spokesman Al Della Fave. Meanwhile, in Philadelphia, police say a rambling note expressing... Hatred for police was found after a man opened fire on a Philadelphia police officer, then went on a shooting spree. The police commissioner said police found a note at the scene of last night's rampage. More on these stories from townhall.com. AM 930 KLUP, KLUP KLUP.com, and on TuneIn and the iHeartRadio app. We're back with Milberger's Gardening, South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 930 AM, The Answer. And welcome back to Milberger's Gardening, South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer, 308-8867, 308-8867. Of course, this is also Cauliflower Talk. So if you want to call us with your cauliflower um Answers because if it's we good. have a discussion going, is does cauliflower have a taste by itself? Yeah, and, like, and so uh, if I, you're I, eating it raw, does it have a taste? Well, it's, it's got a little taste to me when it's raw, but when you go forward and cook it, I don't. What does it taste like other than cauliflower? Uh, it's got a it's got a little bit of the coal crop. Okay. Just a, but it's you know, a bro- mild. Broccoli has a distinct taste. Yeah, broccoli's you know? got more of a taste. And sure. and celery does. And it has its own distinct taste. Yeah. Brussels sprouts. Cabbage. Yuck. We're talking <laughs> about stuff you dip, you know, and have, oh. have it fancy-dancy parties. Well, and, it's, it's, and, it's uh, probably the... It's Carrots, the, of course, they have a taste. It's pretty bland. But I can't, yeah, but I can't think of... Cauliflowers having a distinct taste. Yeah, of course at your age, you know what? How much do you taste? Yeah, I don't taste much yeah. anymore. I have no taste at all, you know. All right. Well, you're listening to Milberger's Gardening South Texas, and we'd love you to be a part of the show at 308-8867. We are your cauliflower authority <laughs> here in San Antonio, so give us a call and let's talk cauliflower or anything from the garden. 308-8867. The uh, candlestick plants still look good. Yeah. They, uh, they're really showy. Pretty plants. Yeah. You were right about those. Two weeks ago, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, Jerry said, be careful when those start blooming. <laughs> People are going to want them. And I think what are they, they have the candlestick plants. The, oh, yeah. The yellow. The yeah. Yellow I wonder why they haven't been sold yet. Because he's only got two. Yeah, he's got just that one, which is, the I think, in the whiskey barrel with other stuff. 
And uh, I don't know. Maybe the ones have been sold that he had um, yeah, in the sterile true. containers. James is on the line at 308 8867. 308 Hi, James. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Oh, just great. Well, thanks for taking my call. I, I just wanted to ask the gardening profesh, professionals if they had ever blanched cauliflower. Yeah, you mean keep it, keep it white, to keep it white? Is that what you Yeah, about 50 years ago when I was gardening with my mom, we used to tie those heads up with string, and then right, somebody still, got a bright a idea. Lot, a, lot of commercial, a lot of commercial people still do that, but to, rather than that, they've got some, they have bred some self-blanching varieties of cauliflower. Uh, the one the one we use is, is Snow Crown, and uh, they also plant them closer together so that the uh, the leaves kind of overlap. Yeah, I I quit um, put, putting the leaves over because it, it seems like they do stay whiter now. Snow Crown, but yeah, uh, David Rodriguez and the kids at the garden at the botanical gardens they still do. They use rubber bands. Right, right. And okay, we went clothespins. Yeah, that, that's what we, we talked about this morning was clothespins. We used string for a long time, and then we went to the rubber bands, and they didn't work real good. And then we ended up with clothespins, and that was the way we used to do it way yeah. back in the day. I still grow cauliflower in my fall gardens today, and I still use the clothespins. Yeah. So I didn't know if... If the younger gardeners needed to know that or not. Well, really, really, since we're talking nutrition of cauliflower and everything, and how healthy it is for you, uh, it's actually healthier if you don't blanch it because it develops green. You know, they they turn kind of yellow. They turn yellow. Yeah, they get yellow like dirty colored. And that yellow is a precursor to vitamin A. Either that or the dog peed on it. Yeah, wait a minute. (laughs) (laughs) And that had had nutritional value too, Catherine. When it comes to the flavor of cauliflower. It's no problem uh, if you don't know it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and maybe that'll give it the taste that I'm talking about, the dog. The cheese that you put in your cauliflower is what really makes it wonderful. That's what I think. Uh, Do what? When you cook your cauliflower and you put the cheese in there for the cheese sauce, that makes the cauliflower good. I know. The cheese sauce makes almost anything good. (laughs) That's what I'm talking about. (laughs) (laughs) So do you believe cauliflower has a distinct taste? Well, yeah. Without the cheese and all the dips and everything? If it's homegrown, it has a distinct flavor. It's it's a a cold crop flavor. Okay. But the the thing is, um, a long time ago when we were all poor and used to live out of the garden, people used to can cauliflower, put it in jars. And I've, I never, seen can, I've seen canned cauliflower before. Yeah, it looks it looks like brains in a jar. I never really could get it <laughs> well, going on. Do they, do they put it in a vinegar, a vinegar bath? or? 
No, they it just uh, put it on a pressure canner and and um, and pressure can it, and then when it comes out, you just you know use it like cauliflower. Okay. But they wouldn't. They didn't make pickles with it like with vinegar. So that's all yeah. I know. And uh, I just okay, you did good. That's I just changed. want to remind you guys that uh, Bloomsdale Long Standing is a real good old-fashioned spinach. What's that? Bloomsdale. Oh, well, that's, Bloomsdale that's Long Standing. One of the original spinaches. I'm beginning to think James works for the company. I thought, no, no. <laughs> company the company is out of business <laughs> as old as that okay. spinach is. Thanks, James. Well, okay. Oh, go ahead. Thank you. You bet. All right, thanks for calling. All right, 308-8867. Uh, Trace, while you were gone, um, Millburgers uh, Gardening South Texas has also become Cauliflower Talk uh, because cauliflower is hip and happening, and uh, so we're we're kind of embracing that a little bit. <laughs> so we're what trying we're, to determine if cauliflower has a flavor, uh, has a taste. Sure he is. I'm, before you dip it in cheese. Say, it tastes like ranch to me. Uh, yeah, there yeah. you go. There you go. <laughs> so we'll have cauliflower here? We have cauliflower, yes. All right. Just checking. It's the latest. And we're on top of it here. All right. What you got going on, Trace? What you want? Well, mention the plant of the weekend. weekend yeah, weekend, 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 weekend. So um, most everybody's seen or heard of red fire spike, great hummingbird plant. Uh, Calvin loves it. And, mm-hmm. uh, I love it. Too. I do, so we too. Found it's very some, pretty. We found some purple. <gasps> no so, way. Yes, we did. And so I've got 10 of them, and uh, everything about it seems like it's the same. It should be hardy here. It can take some sun as well as it can take a good bit of shade. Fall bloomer. And uh, the only real difference I see in it is the savoy of the leaf. Right. I'm I'm getting these terminologies down. Yeah, you are. So the leaf's a little more crinkly for everybody out there that's (laughs) like me. Thank you. uh, And not as shiny and flat as as the red. You know what I just saw going up it's there. Very, it's a good-looking leaf. You were talking about the the fruit and, See the, and the fact. Going out? Yeah, yeah, the persimmons. Are, Some of those things came in with five or six fruit yeah, on each or, or tree. Animal. Yeah, and uh, yeah, they look good. The plants look good. Yeah, and uh, all of our fruit-bearing trees are 20% off. So whether it be persimmons, like you saw, avocados, citrus, uh, peaches, pears, plums, apples. Figs, pomegranates, uh, they are 20% off. Yep. Um, y'all used to mention uh, ideally you could plant the fire spike under a deciduous tree because I think you felt like that in the summer it would get shade and then it would thrive in the winter and bloom and stuff. I, I remember. It's a great place. Yeah. Like so, like a pecan tree would, I think, is where I planted mine underneath and it did really well for a while. Um, for a couple of years, anyway. Then what happened? I don't. It just died. Maybe that's because I didn't water, it. water it. Yeah. Um, you knew better than to ask that question, Calvin. Oh no, I just no, thought, it, thought there it, was some. That wasn't a secret. Uh, it wasn't of its own accord. You know? mm-hmm. But uh, anyway, but yeah, and so purple. Uh, that was red. This is purple, and uh, it's very pretty plant. And uh, Calvin mentioned you could perhaps use it indoors. Uh, and uh, if you want it, uh, 1999, 1998, 1999, 99 here at the here at And if you there's 10 left, as Trace mentioned, so you can also just call ahead at 497-3760, 497-3760, 
and uh, they'll put one aside for you or two or three or whatever you want to buy. So uh, you can call and do that. Cool. Yes, sir. What oh, else? Well, I was going to say, your, your Texas Sage are on sale. I saw that. My Sinisa. For, for $16.88. Yeah. And they're a little confused this week. About 50% of them are in bloom, and the other 50% mm. are not. So it's a 50% chance of rain coming up. That's what I knew you were going to say. Yeah. Now, the, for the forecast in the paper, it took rain out of the, the forecast. Now, I, it was in all last week, and nothing happened, and then. Now it's, uh, they were talking about this weekend, but I see it's sunny days, sunny days. Well, historically, when we bring in the hay, it starts raining. Oh, we'll bring that stuff in. (laughs) So we got the hay and the sinisa. At least half of them seem to know what they're doing. Yep, yep. So So we'll um, see what happens. We know it's going to rain soon. Yep, so just remember, the paper took it out. We'll see who's right. (sighs) But, yeah, so you can get your own. And if you've seen them around town, uh, there's one down the street from where we live, and it's been uh, hedged into, it's big and tall, it's uh, at least as tall as the gazebo, um, and uh, it's been hedged, so it has kind of a topiary look to it, so when it's blooming, it's it's beautiful. And none of them are blue like the ones we saw out at Mitchell Lake, are they? No, no, Lin, no Lin's legacy. Hard to get that, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well you know, we had, uh, Trace uh, found a few, uh, what was that? Uh, that was a year ago. A year ago? Yeah. That and uh, we promoted them and uh, sold them all and. Uh, if we find a, those, they will be the plant of the weekend. <laughs> because they will. If you could see those people at uh, at Mitchell Lake, walking on the porch, paying attention to everything but what was going on, and then stopping, yeah. dead in their tracks, going, "What is that?" Uh, well, in fact, in fact, it took you a while to figure out that it, it was a sneeze. Yeah. Because the, the color was different. Yeah, the first it? time I saw it, that's exactly what I said. What is that? Yeah, I st- thought it was an azalea at the botanical yeah, the stru- garden. Yeah, structure's a little di- different. Yeah. But uh, you can also you also get that way with the big purple. Yeah, the uh, purple ones are pretty. Yeah, and uh, there's some people, uh, it was on O'Connor Road along a fence line. I'll have to drive by there and see if those are blooming. There's also some white ones around. Oh, really? Uh, they're rare. Okay. But uh, it comes few, in white. I might have a few white. Uh, the bulk of what we stocked, though, and we do have some of the normal ones, but we do have uh, Silverado and Desperado, which are the, the ones you like. The ones I like. They're, they don't get quite as big or as, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not as see-through. They're more hmm. compact. There we go, compact. So four to five foot, they've been proven to bloom more frequently. So I don't know if that means that we rain more frequently. But, I don't uh, know. They do oh, that, more kind of, that kind of maybe that maybe, kind of maybe kicks at Milton's theory. Well, maybe they've bred that trade out of it. Or maybe a, a <laughs> maybe a bloom is when it's going to be a quarter inch of rain instead of. I, a I, I don't think there's a Sinisa breeding program that I've ever heard of. <laughs> Their selection, they do make some selections, but the, I don't know. breeding program. The poor Sinisa. The, bre- the breeding alone. The breeding takes place out in a field that you well, right, right. <laughs> with the bees, kind of like the blue bonnets. <laughs> Right. That's cool. So uh, those are on sale, uh, sixteen eighty-eight for the uh, three-gallon. Yep. I was doing that from memory too. All right, and then also we've talked about the lantana, but you've got uh, a couple fall bloomers uh, featured too on sale. Yeah, we've got the the garden mums on two eighty-eight, uh, ten for twenty-five. Those are like a six-inch size pot, and we do carry some show-stopping big ones too. You can see some of the whites. And uh, that are blooming up in the front up there, right? Whoa! All the way from here. Yeah, you can't actually. <laughs> when you point them out, yeah, they kind of uh, 
They're gorgeous. They're right by the yeah. right by the front entrance, so you can't miss right, them. Right, right, right next to those can you see orange them? cats or ducks or whatever there. What? Yeah, even even from your angle, you can see them. Yeah. yeah, and Calvin likes to point out, and so maybe he will again. If you've got a a fall party coming and you want instant color, that'd be great, and then you'll enjoy it again when it blooms. Well, and, right. and if you got a limited time, because you it's, yeah. it's instant color. And they're, you plant them close together. You don't even have to take them out of the containers or anything. Just put, you know, put them by the door or a corner of the patio or a corner of the yard even to, just to have a, a focal point with the color. So it's. Uh, I always grow them in the containers and enjoy the color while they while they look really really good. And then I'll plant them in the ground where they get about a half day sun or more. And uh, great perennial. You know, most people don't use them that way you know they use them for the show and throws but they are a wonderful perennial in our area and speaking of color right in front of us uh, the petunias are on sale but they're in front of us and they're colorful in mass they are gorgeous the purples the reds what else do we have the bright pinks the whites am i looking is that where i'm looking at uh, yeah that's yeah. what you're looking at yeah and those are on sale for 88 cents each in the four is this dianthus in front of us that is dianthus so there's a some, some there's a, fall that, stuff coming that, in. Are those those zinnias or are those calendula zinnias? They must. Another zinnias. Then it goes marigolds, uh, and those should be all the larger bloom ones that we used to call Mary Mums. Angel Angelonia over there. Angelonia is in great striking color. All right. That, that was a lead-in, but you didn't take it. I uh, think I think David calls them Mary Mums. Okay. Uh, Years ago, we called them Mary Mums, and, yeah. and it was one of the best promotions. Uh, it's a good-looking marigold. Texas superstar. Big blooms. Uh, well, I planted, great for fall planting. I planted some. Uh, I mean, I bought some here. I thought was the last of what you had uh, and planted them in the garden. They haven't grown much height there, but they're, they're filling out. Filling out. So I'm yeah, that's what they do. Yeah, well, expect to. And we have a, nice a show. Dia de los Muertos coming up soon, yeah. and mum is the is the plant that that we have used traditionally for that. But in, when you go to Mexico, it's a they use marigolds, so we do have both of those. If you uh, if you like that holiday, which most people do, mm-hmm. uh, those would be your two two plants to decorate with. Cool. All right. Thanks, sir. We're going to talk to John real quick. 308-8867. 308-8867. John is on the line. John, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. Every day's a holiday. Hey, uh, I, got a question. I got a question, and then I want to give you some counseling and guidance. Um, oh when did we plant, uh, plant um, like Crawford lettuce seeds? Well, Calvin and I were talking about that off the air. And, uh, the nurseries in town mainly have they have have Crawford lettuce seed, and uh, I know Millburgers has a has a good supply. So now is the time to to sow Crawford lettuce seed, and you sow it right on top of the ground because it's it's got to it's got to have light. What you do, you have a Prepare your planting beds, uh, so, so you want moisture, uh, which of course the re- reason it's coming up in the sidewalks and everywhere else now, because we've had moisture and and some uh, a little bit cooler weather, so there's there's some sparse ones coming up now, 
But uh, if you're going to plant it from seed, you go buy the seed, seed uh, come by the nursery and get some seed. And uh, you're hesitating to say that we know there's some nurseries like Millburgers that will give it to you free if you ask them for it. That's what I was remembering. Do, yeah. do, do we give then, it free? Yeah, here they yeah. do. We're not sure about the rest of the other nurseries, though. But uh, here, if you go to the front desk, and uh, I'm looking to see. Limited. It's, you know, I think it's one per person, isn't it? Yeah, it's limited. But I don't think you need more but than you, one. No, you don't need more than <laughs> one packet. No, it does. Thanks to uh, Jack uh, Hoover. Jack Hoover and the and the, t- the team that works with Jerry that uh, he, Jack, just dedicated to getting that produ- produced. Yeah. Uh, Jack, Jack so anyway, is, yeah, that, is the whole awesome. team on yeah. the packaging. Yes, sir, well, John. That, so did you that's have my luck? I was just over there and bought a boatload of stuff, and I didn't get my oh, coffee. No. That's the way I, it goes, man. Well, he was just over here in Boston. Yeah, yesterday. Oh man. Anyway, well, come that's on by No, it's too far to drive. That's why okay. I live at Medina Lake. Anyway, uh, just for free lettuce seed. Anyway, what I wanted to. Well, I tell, I tell you what, if we put you on hold. We we'll put you on hold. Get your name and address, and I'll send you some seed. How's that for well, service? Well, you're you're a good man, Jay. I knew that all along. Uh, uh, you never should. I've it, been telling anyhow, you that all along. I, I, tell I your know friends. That it's that and stuck. Uh, look, <laughs> what I wanted okay. to give you some counseling and guidance on was, y'all do a good job talking about stuff. Like just a while ago, you were talking about this plant that blooms so pretty and everybody loves it, and you can put it by the sidewalk and it'll bloom and this and that and the other, and it's a perennial if you want to carry it on and put it somewhere. But uh, you mentioned the name in the beginning, and then when people come into a five-minute conversation and listen to you, you, all you say is it and them and they and whatever, and, and it's a good whatever, and you never say the name again. Yeah, that's Milton's fault. Yeah, I, I know can, I can it. That's why, that's, giving you, that's why I was giving you a little help there in case you wanted to. You did, you did good. We, we, try, we try to make Milton do right, but, you well, know. I know it's it. that we you didn't do. Yeah. Oh, he came in the middle of a conversation about a plant we were bragging about. And uh, that well, one. Yeah, but okay, well, we got that one right there? Yeah, that but one. But everybody yeah. says uh, everybody does it, but then all they talk about is it and they, they and them, and, oh, and, and it's it, a good one, but the, nobody mentions the name again, so you can't figure out what it is you're talking about. But you're right, John. It is a good one. We thank you for bringing that up. Yeah, and, John, if you'd listen, to the, if you'd listen <laughs> to the entire show, John, you wouldn't miss those things. Or well, get, it on, uh, what is it? <laughs> get it on the podcast, listen, podcast where we talk about I it. I mean, the, I listen we to the whole do. show, but my attention <laughs> span isn't that good. We may do a whole just uh, a special recording just about it. I mean, uh, it is that good a plan. Uh, <laughs> uh, I believe it. Yeah, I'm sure it is. I don't think you can beat it. I mean, if you could see it right here, John, you would be going, that is impressive. Well, I want one right. of those. I'm sure it is. I love it. And it, it's pretty hard to find, really. Oh, yeah. It's good, Man, though. That's, it's I'm, worth the effort. Like I need some of them. My, that's, oh, uh, everybody does. <laughs> you, you, uh, I think we were talking about the purple fire spike. Is that that's what right. it was? Oh, I yeah, purple I know fire what it, But now I know what it is. Yes, You're doing but good. it's kind of hard to find. 
Well, we got some here, John. You'd have to come back. No, he don't want to drive all the way from Medina no, Lake. Yeah. I'm having to send him to see. Well, we shouldn't have told him, well, man. Now he's going to kind of have to decide. Oh, okay. Well, all right, John, we're going to put back, you on hold. When I get my when I get my second wave of vegetables later, I plan. Oh, okay. there you go. So, okay. Well, come I'll by when back. we're on the air so you can visit with us. I'll look forward to it. I, right. I like heckle and jekyll. Right. <laughs> hey, John, don't hang up. Because what's going to happen is we're going to go to a break, and then Roy back at the station is going to get your information and email it to me, and I'm going to pass it on to Jerry. All righty? Yep. So, Virginia, don't go anywhere. We're going to get to you in just a moment right after this break. Our number is 308-8867, 308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. More of Milberger's Gardening South Texas coming up with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Fitch. I'm Milton Glick, and this is 930 a.m. The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 Boulevardy Road. Fall is here, and fall is for planting. Fall is for Millburgers. So why is fall for planting? Well, fall is for planting because you want to promote root growth when you plant your new trees or shrubs. And the cooler night temperatures and the better chances of rain help promote that root growth. Why is fall for Millburgers? Because Millburgers has a wide variety of everything that you need to create a beautiful garden, and now's the time to get it in. So whether you need shrubs or trees, fruit trees or shade trees, Millburgers has them, and they have the right ones for this area. What else does Millburgers have? Well, they have the products to keep those plants healthy and happy. What else? knowledgeable people that can direct you toward the right plants for your situation and the right products to keep them healthy and happy. What else do they have? Well, you need to go check it out for yourself at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 and Bull Road. Hi, this is Pastor Kurt Hudspeth with High Resolution Radio, and I want to invite you to listen to our show right here on 9.30 a.m. The Answer every Sunday at 11 a.m. We're taking political and global issues that are happening, and we're breaking them down, giving you a biblical principle or either a biblical prophecy to be able to show you really where we are in biblical history. Be with us right here every Sunday, 11 o'clock, 9.30 a.m., the answer. Gary and Dave at Climate Magic get it. When they started Climate Magic in 1985, it was a partnership they knew would succeed with San Antonio families if they stuck to the basics when it came to servicing air conditioners and heaters. Climate Magic will always super serve you. They know if they take care of you, you'll take care of them with repeat business and good referrals. That's what's kept them in business for over 30 years. Gary and Dave at Climate Magic share the values of our great city. Dave is from San Antonio and Gary stayed here after serving our country in the military. Both Gary and Dave have degrees in air conditioning and heating. They stay up to date on the latest changes, and they pass on that education to their seasoned pros and on to you, as Climate Magic has always had the heart of a teacher. Here's the deal. Climate Magic knows there's a lot of AC companies in town, but they're in it for the long haul. No gimmicks or games or sales pitches. Gary and Dave at Climate Magic want to serve you and take care of you when there's an emergency. Here's the number to put in your phone and on your fridge. It's 340-8240. That's 210-340-8240 for Climate Magic. ClimateMagic.com. Texas License 1531C. When it comes to stock market corrections, take this advice. 
Don't get fooled again. People have lost thousands of their retirement savings again. Robin Hoppus with Big State Financial can show you how to move your money into a safe investment with zero risk and a guaranteed return. Tune into the Big State Financial Radio Show Saturdays, 2 p.m. and Mondays, 8 p.m. Or call Robin today, 210-373-6000. That's 210-373-6000. Or go online to BigStateFinancial.com. Shonda Pierce in San Antonio, October 7th. Presented by Incredible Pizza Company. There's no real lady like way of describing this, is there? Shonda Pierce, the queen of clean comedy, is back with the Happily Laughter After Tour. We're going to tell you how it really is. Come see Shonda Pierce and special guest Karen Williams and the Happily Laughter After Tour. For details and ticket information, visit AwakeningEvents.com. October 7th at Westover Hills Assembly of God. Sponsored by Cross Cleaning. Proverbs 11.14 says, Where there is no counsel, the people fall. Hi, I'm Edgar Baez from the Baez Law Firm. As a former nurse, I empathize with the injured. I am ready to serve you and fight for you. Because the rest of the verse says, But in the multitude of counselors, there is safety. From auto accidents to trucking accidents or company vehicle accidents, we won't collect unless we win your case. Let our family help you and yours. The Bias Law Firm, Auto Accident Attorneys, 210-979-9777. TheBiasLawFirm.com. a part of the show at 308-8867 or come on by Millburgers at 1604 and Boulevardy Road and uh, where we have found out, yes, Millburgers is giving it away. Um, so you. they have packets of it and you can get in here. <laughs> How do you know that? There you go, Kevin. What? I mean, what? It. What? Oh, I'm sorry. Didn't we check? <laughs> yeah. Okay. And he yeah, said, it's okay. It's okay. All right. 308-8867 is our number. Okay, well, before we get to Virginia, hey, tell them what it is. I take I take it that Milton is getting vengeance on me yeah, for a few times I've done that to him. No, I was just having fun <laughs> with John. So what is it that we, what is it? Virginia's Crawford a, lettuce. Crawford reseeding lettuce seed. And it's at no cost. It's here. so, uh, you've forgotten so quickly. No, I was. I wanted him to set it to tell us. Thanks to Jack Hoover. Thank you, Jack Hoover. You should yeah, even check the, the name. He, would, he even checks the germination on it to, to make sure it's like we we've got several years of seed, and we find out that the seed after it gets about two years old is the, the germination goes way down. So when he does that, when he when he finds it, he checks the germ, and it's if it's low germ. Then he puts more, a lot more seed in the pack. Oh, okay. Oh, well, you'll be happy to know that I used up my 2015 source and then moved on to the, the 2016 that oh, you, okay. you and Jack gave me. Okay, good. Hey, um, we have uh, Virginia on the line at 308-8867. Hey, Virginia, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Hi. Uh, I've got three questions. One of them is about mom's. Uh, is there a special name for moms that have uh, centers like daisies, or is it just a mom? I've been looking for that. I can't find moms C- with centers, centers like on them. What? Centers like daisies, daisies. Like, you know, like an eye center. There, you know, there probably is. I was thinking that they in places where they use a lot of moms, they they do differentiate a lot between the. But they're not. They don't just call them all garden moms. Right. Uh-huh. I don't. I don't. I, I want to say Daisy Moms, but that I don't remember that either. That but, sounds good. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's yeah. say that. 
Daisy. I was just and, wondering if they and, don't uh, grow outside or what may, the deal is. Uh, All I can find is mums with no thinners, you know. And... Right. Yeah, we don't use those kind of daisy mums and those all those variations as much as they do up north so that's probably the problem uh another thing when do you plant cilantro celery and parsley you can plant that now or you probably have better luck as far as germination is concerned if you wait till the temperature is cool in september well the parsley i just checked out the parsley transplants here and they look good And they got cilantro now, so a lot of a lot of those winter uh, herbs are coming in and looking good. Yeah, I was listening to another show, uh, and they were talking about rock phosphate, and they said you can put it directly on the roots, you know, and you plant the plant. Uh, right. Do you all recommend that, or how much do you put with it? Can you use it with this? I don't think that's really necessary, but uh, if you're going to use a a phosphate, and and you want to, you can't put it directly out. Phosphorus doesn't burn the plants like okay. nitrogen. The, the first number is the one that burns the plant. Uh-huh. And uh, rock rock phosphate is so slow to decompose. They used to have a product called colloidal phosphate, uh-huh. which is a very very basically ground may, up rock phosphate. You may as well be planting them in gravel. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, but uh, if you want if you want to use phosphate. Uh, get get you some uh, superphosphate. Okay. They they have a product called superphosphate, a small bag. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. But but usually phosphorus is is uh, available in a warm soil. Yeah, in cold. A hot soil, so it, not not much of an advantage in hot soil. Uh, yeah, and it's uh, it's good for plant growth, and and of course they they talk about phosphorus stimulates bloom. Which you won't have with cilantro, so uh, it, it certainly won't hurt anything. And I just don't know if you can see a significant difference between the stuff that you added phosphorus to versus not phosphorus to, especially in the fall. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I have one last question. I have a jalapeno plant plants, and some look really good. Well, most of them look good, and they they got peppers on it more than they usually have and all that stuff but in this one basket i have a jalapeno that's starting to do well and then there's another plant that's not doing well at all it's kind of yellowish doesn't have many leaves and doesn't have many uh fruit on it either so i don't know if it's a disease since they're in the same pot or or what the deal is both those plants that are not doing well are in the same pot no one is doing good and one isn't Oh, and they're okay. In the same pot. I don't well, know. It's a disease. That, that's, that's just kind of a characteristic with with peppers. I I don't think it's a disease or anything, because if it was a disease, a foliar disease like bacterial leaf spot or something like that, uh, uh, there is you know they're so they're so close together that uh, you'd see it on all your peppers. You can experiment a little bit and just use a soluble, little bit of soluble fertilizer, uh-huh. and see if it, see if it's uh, just nitrogen or root development or something. Because usually you'll get a pretty quick response from. Yeah, I was thinking maybe about pulling it up and discarding it, or planting in a different pot and then plant maybe a tomato with this other pepper, 
and well, but it's, 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 too, it's too late to do all that. It's too late. Yeah, it's too late to do all that. Okay. Even if you, even if you salvage your pepper, I, d- I doubt if you'll ever have any fruit on it. Oh, well, I've been putting so them I, in the greenhouse. I, That's after you know when it gets oh, cold. Oh, okay, you got a greenhouse. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but their uh, jalapenos have been the only peppers that didn't lose their leaves. I put regular bell pepper plants, mature ones, in the greenhouse, and they lose their leaves just like a wall pepper. So I yeah. don't. They have uh, they have bacterial diseases and fungus diseases that get on them when you put them in a, a humid greenhouse. Oh, okay. Well, then now, they're not. I, I've saving. had pretty I've had pretty good luck with uh, chili patines. Uh huh. Or, or penguins that like we uh, uh-huh. had out here for a while, but uh, growing in a greenhouse. But they they just get more foliage diseases in a humid greenhouse. Yeah. Yeah, well, jalapenos are happy. They seem to grow anywhere. That's why I couldn't see why this one was puny. <laughs> okay, well, well, thank okay. you very much. It's got a root rod in it or something like that that slowed its growth down. I, th- uh-huh. I think you'd do be just better off just to discard it. Yeah, plant some winter plants in there. There you go. Absolutely. Okay, thank you very much. Okay, thank you, thank you for calling in. That'll uh-huh. free up a Bye-bye. line at 308-8867, 308 308- 8867 where Rhonda's on the line. Hey Rhonda, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Thank you. Just fine. Good. Okay, You're my on the question air. How can we help is, you? Um lavender. What type oh, grows Lord. in this area and when do you plant it? You don't ever plant it and it doesn't grow in this area. <laughs> and now for a more optimistic <laughs> that- picture. Uh, <laughs> There's, there's, uh, Jerry is well, our lavender expert. There was one selection that, uh, something, river, something. Creek. Creek. What, uh-huh. do you remember what it was called? Uh, it's hard, it's hard to grow in this area because of the, it needs a really well-drained soil. Uh-huh. And, uh, so, so we have a tendency to, when it's wet, then they, they get root rots. Um. Goodwin. What was it? Goodwin Creek. Is that's that right? it. Goodwin. Good. Yeah. That's, Goodwin. that's the reason we keep okay. you on the payroll. I just remembered that. They've had good Goodwin. It's G O O D W I N. Goodwin okay. Creek has been the only one that I've been able to keep alive, uh, and uh, and it does pretty good. In fact, I cut ours back at the greenhouse just the other day, and. Uh, but uh, the the when you're thinking of lavender, like you see in the books and the pretty blooms and all that stuff, those types of varieties don't do well here. Uh, even at the lavender festival, they even up in the hill country, they do right. better on on rocky, well-drained soil. Okay. Uh, so, um, and, and what uh, time of year? Uh, I would say you you could you could plant them now if you could find the plants. Yeah. Now at one time we had that good good one Quarry Creek deal here at Millburgers because I saw it, 
but I don't know if they have any here now or not. But if you can find a plant, you can plant them any time of the year. Oh, okay. And my we'll second che- we'll, question. We'll check here, too. How do you root? Um, As you can tell, we're, it's not it's, it's not a, uh, a plant that we have a lot of confidence in in terms, right. in terms of being a top, well, top performer here in San Antonio. What's that? Where do they grow them? California. Yeah, Mediterranean climates, California. Uh-huh. My second question is, how do you propagate lantana? How do you propagate what? Lantana. Lantana. Good Lord. Throw it down and stomp it in the ground. I mean, lantana <laughs> roots easily. Oh, okay. I wasn't aware of that. Oh yeah. What? What? Which one are you trying to do? The yellow one or the? A wild one, actually. It's just growing Get out of here. The road. Quit it. The one with the uh, pink and yellow and orange. The pink and yeah, yellow and orange. More predominantly, yeah. The the rancher ranchers would tell you that it's it propagates very easily. Okay. Uh, just well, I, just wait wait till after the rains. Uh, well, after you have rained and it, it puts out a flush of new growth. Uh huh. You know you know talk about and you you know new growth at the tips, and then right. let the let the new growth harden off and cut your stick about uh, uh, four inches, four to four about four inches long and root it root it just like you would root a rose. Okay. Follow the follow the instructions we got on plantanswers.com or anywhere on the internet, uh-huh. and and handle okay. it just like you would a rose cutting. Okay. Well, I'll give that a try then. Now, Thank why you do so why much. do we want to? Uh, you, you know the uh, species name of that plant? No, I don't. It's just wild in a field. It's called it's called Harida. H o r r i d Harida. Okay. Horrible. Horrible. He's just been a, a ball of encouragement. We've got so many pretty cultivated lantanas, yeah. the yellow and... In a, and, in, a, and in a lot of neighborhoods like mine, I guess especially in deer-rich neighborhoods, it's it's reseeded a lot of places. Oh, place. yeah, it reseeded. So you can find little... In fact, it really reseeds in containers. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, so you can you can if you find a place uh, in in a neighborhood that's got a lot of it, there'll be there'll be little seedlings everywhere. So you can cut one of those, or you can get a piece of the root of one that's growing, currently growing, and that that's easy to to get that to grow too. Do you just like that color? She's hung up on us. Uh oh. Okay, we lost her. Okay. Thanks, Rhonda. I All was right. thinking if she'd like that color there, uh, if you if you look at some of the nurseries, I think they've got a selection. I can't even remember the name of well, the is that, like. If you look, well, you can't see it because you're the fountain blocks you, but it look, almost looks like that one. Yeah. So that they've got a selection that's not as seedy as the as the as the one in the wild. 
All right, same color. We're going to take a break, so while we do, you give us a call at 308-8867, 308-8867, toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. We have more of Milberger's Gardening South Texas coming up with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch right after this at 9.30 a.m. answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 Boulevardy Road. Fall is here, and fall is for planting. Fall is for Millburgers. So why is fall for planting? Well, fall is for planting because you want to promote root growth when you plant your new trees or shrubs. And the cooler night temperatures and the better chances of rain help promote that root growth. Why is fall for Millburgers? Because Millburgers has a wide variety of everything that you need to create a beautiful garden, and now's the time to get it in. So whether you need shrubs or trees, fruit trees or shade trees, Millburgers has them, and they have the right ones for this area. What else does Millburgers have? Well, they have the products to keep those plants healthy and happy. What else? knowledgeable people that can direct you toward the right plants for your situation and the right products to keep them healthy and happy. What else do they have? Well, you need to go check it out for yourself at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 and Boulevardy Road. There is a new way to sell your house in San Antonio and the hill country that saves you thousands of dollars. Hi, this is Dennis Prager, and Help You Sell has it figured out. Help You Sell Real Estate has done away with charging 6% commission because it's not fair. The difference in commissions between a $200,000 and a $500,000 home is $18,000. But did the more expensive home get $18,000 more in service? Probably not. That's why Help You Sell is quickly becoming the fastest way to sell your home and save you thousands of dollars with their low-set fee program. With Help You Sell, you work with a full-service 20-year licensed real estate broker in Sergio Martinez. And Help You Sell starts by giving you a free home evaluation and market analysis. So if you're looking to sell, buy, or build, start your search at hushillcountry.com or call Sergio with Help You Sell San Antonio Hill Country at 210-693-0305. Are you purchasing vitamins from discount stores? It may look like you're saving money, but you get what you pay for, and your health is no place to cut corners. Come on in to Rhonda's Nature's Way and let our friendly, knowledgeable staff help you with the latest breakthrough formulas for heart health, digestion, and, of course, the doctor's recommended joint and arthritis formula, Flexin. So don't pay for shipping and wait for the health and nutritional supplements to arrive by mail. Don't cut corners when it comes to your health. Get all your health needs today at Rhonda's Nature's Way. If you're already taking Flexin or other products, come in and get them today at one of Rhonda's Nature's Way 2 locations. 624 Southwest Military Drive in Shopper City Mall at the corner of Pleasanton Road and Southwest Military and 8059 Callahan at the corner of I-10 West and Callahan and find us online at rondasnaturesway.com. Peace through planning. It's a beautiful thing. We're talking with Charlie Weisinger of Weisinger Law Firm. And, Charlie, 41% of baby boomers don't have a will in place. Charlie, your clients need to make sure their 20, 30-something-year-old children take advantage of your free consultation. Well, in my view, every person over the age of 18 needs a plan in place because as a legal adult, no one has any authority over them to handle their bank accounts or make medical decisions unless they give someone that authority. 
even when mom and dad are still paying the bills. And I can help put all those plans in place. People think, I don't have much. I don't own land and property. Uh, My will can wait. Actually, it's more important to have a plan in place because without a will, probate can be much more expensive. And folks with smaller estates simply can't afford going through the probate process and property could be lost. So the answer is call attorney Charlie Weisinger of Weisinger Law Firm today and let Charlie help you achieve peace through planning. Charlie, what's your phone number? Phone number here in San Antonio is 210-308-0800. For Weisinger Law Firm, weisingerlawfirm.com. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Still time to give us a call at 308-8867, 308-8867, and toll free, 866-308-8867. I want to mention Calvin's uh, article with some pretty flower pictures around it. Today's paper, Masa Essay Paper Section C, by, by back of the sports section. And uh, he's, he's, he's talking about planting winter annuals. It's time to plant flowers to bloom into January. So we're, we're at that transition period now. And uh, you can tell that by looking at the, the, flower, the plants that we've got out here for sale, everything from uh, snapdragons to uh, uh, petunias, I guess. Zinnias. And Zinnias and, and the marigolds and things like that. But uh, now that we've had some, had a little water and soil moisture and everything, so now's the time to freshen up your bed with some plants that'll 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 uh, go ahead and bloom all the way all the way through the uh, into into the well, depending on how hard the winter is, because we never have a hard winter here. Uh, did you want to mention the Goodwin Creek? Oh, that's right. Uh, <laughs> We uh, asked Mary here on the staff, checked, and she thought they still had some Goodwin Creek, and she signaled us that they had five. They're in small containers. So that person that was interested in that lavender, and this was a lavender that Jerry worked with some other gardeners to get the one that did the best in this area. And uh, as far as I he he has reported several times afterwards for the last two or three years and has had pretty good luck with it, I think. So that is here. There's five of those specimens left uh, in small containers, so I don't think the, I think the price is pretty reasonable. It's called Goodwin Creek. Right, Milton? Yep. Milton, we, remember. Not, we just don't want to say it. We're going to say no, Goodwin Creek. Oh, I Creek. see what we're doing. Goodwin Creek. Goodwin Creek. Yep, yep, yep. Goodwin Creek. Oh. In case we were wondering what the name was. <laughs> Goodwin Creek. Thank you, John. I also Just want to mention time. that uh, this coming Monday, uh, this coming Monday, we're going to have this uh, uh, the uh, gardening volunteers over at the San Antonio Garden Center uh, on their uh, essentials class, September 16th essentials class. No, well, it'd be Monday the 19th, September the 19th. The first it got two great sessions going over there. The first it goes from 12 to 3 at the uh, San Antonio Botanical Garden, which is at 3310 North New Braunfels, at what used to be Funston, right there in the corner. Uh, 
the uh, the first session is going to be uh, Nightlife of Bugs with Mar- Molly Keck. Did I get it right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> and she is the uh, in- integrated pest management specialist with the Texas AgriLife Extension Service. I'm so glad they did that integration thing. You know, they used to have the segregated pest management section. And yes. now For those of you that uh, and, uh, remember, she used to be the uh, entomologist. Yeah. Oh. In, she's the insect person. <laughs> yeah. The bug gal. Yeah. And, uh, she's, and, and she's good. And the second session is uh, uh, native plants, native wildflowers, lawns, and grasses with uh, person from the uh, uh, Native American Seed Company up in, I think they're in Kerrville, aren't they? I'm I not think sure. they're up there. But uh, in, anyway, uh, the, those sessions start at uh, 12 o'clock on Monday, this coming Monday, September 19th, and uh, should be two great sessions. They're free to the public, but uh, free and open to the public. But a $5 donation is appreciated to take care of the cookies and the snacks that they have available around there. No need for advanced registration. Just walk in there. It's at San Antonio Garden Center, which is located at 3310 North New Braunfels. Also, what? Funston is no longer called Funston? I think they've closed most oh. of it out for, yeah, but for, it's, for oh. the renovation. But isn't it? Oh, what about beyond the... Botanical Gardens to uh, Broadway. That's the piece is still called Funston, isn't it? By Mankey Park. Yeah. I don't know. We'll have to. Check. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah, you're right. You're so right. it'd still be on the corner. Yeah. Just a yeah, just a. But on the opposite, corner. on the yeah. opposite corner. Kitty corner. Yes, Lord have mercy. <laughs> we we're getting it clarified today, are we? Yeah. Uh, I also want you to, uh, if you get, if you got a, a computer and, and you get on uh, plantanswers.com, uh, go look at the beautiful water lily pictures that I took at uh, San Angelo uh, last week when I was up there visiting with uh, at the San Antonio, I mean the San Angelo uh, water garden water feature up there in, in the San Antonio, the San Antonio. What am I wrong? San Angelo. San Angelo uh, a Park, City Park. They've got one a world-famous uh, water lily display up there with all hybrids, uh, all, all new hybrids. Why do I find water. that strange? Water you lily. go to San Angelo, which is having trouble finding enough water, <laughs> and they've got oh. the world... A worldwide. Uh, they really have a problem? Display. Is that a big issue in San Well, uh, West it's Texas, all oh, West okay. Texas. I, I think they've effectively dealt with it, but they, yeah, that's, yeah, it's not a sim- small issue. Well, that's one thing about water gardens. They're they once you fill them up, you know, I, I don't I don't guess they ever drain them. I don't know if they ever drain them. Water they do. They evaporate, but not. It's surprising how little they evaporate. Yeah. But anyway, we've got a lot of uh, new hybrids uh, that Ken Langdon has made, and uh, you can take a look at them. We've got you can view the entire gallery and click on the picture, and they get larger for you. And uh, uh, very beautiful water lilies, so you might want to take a look at those on PlantAnswers.com. 
Also, if you if you want to see see video of uh, water lilies, uh, we've added a new search engine on there. Search search our video archives is listed number three uh, as the third search engine on uh, on plantanswers.com on to the left of the page there and and left right there on the left side of the page right above ask answer man and uh if you do you want to see some actual video of water lilies uh, and some of the tv programs i used to do on on channel five ken uh, you can search the uh, video is archives. That, is that station still operating? Water, huh? water lilies, do what? That station's still operating. They've yeah. changed ownership <laughs> several times since then. Uh, the, uh, but anyway, you can just type in water lilies and uh, do a search for water lilies, and uh, up up come at least two videos about growing water lilies in, in containers and in the water. Some of the new hybrids. Are old uh, hybrids that are available, and Millburgers, of course, sells water lilies uh-huh. here too, and they've got. Uh, I was the proudest of, of the picture I got of the uh, the uh, Texas Dawn, which is a recent. Well, last year I guess was made the uh, uh, Texas State Water Lily uh, of of Texas, and. Um, and so I, the, it's a it's a it was also a Texas superstar, and I I think they have one they used to have one back in the in the back yeah, where we, where we woke up, and that's a blooming machine. So if you want us to have a water feature, uh, and you want to, you have to choose one water lily, uh, try Texas Dawn, and I was honored by they they gave me a plaque. To signify, when I was up there giving the talk, uh, they gave me a plaque to signify that uh, that uh, water lily has been made the uh, uh, Texas State water lily, and it is the uh, uh, like I said, it was made a Texas superstar before it was made the Texas State water lily. So we're proud of that, and uh, it's a beautiful water lily, developed developed in San Angelo. Well, yeah, well, that that's a great gardening center. I mean, they've they've had good horticulturists. Oh, yeah. The city has been willing to invest in the neat gardens, and of course, their volunteer groups have been wonderful master gardeners and everybody else. So, yeah, it is a it's a center, and this is just one, another one of their specialties. All right, well, we're going to begin wrapping up for today. A couple mm-hmm. things to remind you about. Next Saturday, uh, back out here at the nursery, uh, is going to be our kids' gardening class. It starts at 10. It'll be on snakes. Now, uh, how to, you know, save snakes, snakes safety, uh, which ones are good, which ones are bad, what they do, uh, some medical purposes for the venom and things like that. They can bring their own snakes for identification, can't they? I, I don't know. We'll have to ask Trace. I think Trace is better qualified to answer. Yeah, turn those into Trace. Yeah. <laughs> That'll go trace, well. and if you, Remember, Jerry Parsons if said you that. you can't tell whether it's a coral Jerry snake or not. Don't, don't, don't bother. Whether right. it's red, yellow, killer All right, we got it. We got to go. We're up against the crazy item. <laughs> so with that in mind, we're going to say goodbye for today, but we're going to ask you to join us tomorrow. 
right here at Mill Burgers at 1604 on Boulevard Road or on the phone when you listen to the show on the radio. I'm Milton Glick, thanking Roy for doing a great job getting the show on the air, handling all the calls. We'll see you tomorrow on 930 a.m. This is The Answer. Breaking news, stimulating talk. This is 930 a.m. The Answer. KLUP, Terrell Hills, San Antonio. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.